Hello, real world. I'm Emily. And I'm Carol. And in this podcast, we talk about our journey as two 21-year-olds navigating the tech scene, school, relationships, and making it through the real world. Welcome back to another episode. So it's mid-summer for us. We hope you're having a great summer. <laughs> um, but it's been it's been pretty busy for both Emily and I. Um, for some context, this is our first fully in-person internship that we've had in a really long time. Um, so there have been a lot of changes with like physically like location, but also changing back to in-person work. Um, experiencing more in in person like social interactions and events um, and yeah just some life changes in general so on the topic of that finding work-life balance has sort of been something that um, we've been thinking more about and while it's been like a constant I guess theme throughout university um, in this conversation we talk about sort of what work-life balance looks like to us, how it's changed throughout the years, um, what routines and tools that we use to kind of help us find work-life balance, and what we think is important in terms of like um, helping other people find that balance as well. Um, So if you're interested in hearing that, um, please keep listening. So starting off, um, what does work-life balance mean to you, Carol, or what does it look like? I think the term work-life balance has changed a lot, especially over my years in university. Um, I think for me, there is still an aspect of like getting things done that is tied to work-life balance. I think this depends on the person, but over time, I realized that I do need to get certain tasks done in order to feel fulfilled. And I think that fulfillment leads to you feeling like you have work-life balance Um, but I think what's changed over the past couple years is what tasks I'm prioritizing or like which tasks I think are valuable Um, so I think in the past a lot of the tasks that were in my like work-life balance like to-do list were more focused on work and whenever I did things for my life so for example like calling my mom Um, I wouldn't really consider that as like getting something done during the day. But I think as work started to take more precedence and other things took up more time and there was like less time to, let's say, like talk to my mom, um, whenever I do get a chance to talk to her, that became like a higher priority item. And so I think the term has definitely shifted a lot from focusing more on work tasks to now life tasks. But I think having balance is just um, being able to feel satisfied with going to bed and feeling like you've kind of done something. And I know that that might sound kind of toxic, um, but having done something doesn't mean having done a lot of things for work, um, I guess is what I wanted to, to like illustrate through this point um like being productive but it doesn't necessarily need to be like productivity mm -hmm. for work yeah but I feel like that's something that I used to say in first year um that I like believed in and I don't think I actually 
started practicing that until recently. Mm-hmm. So, like, what type of things, other than the two examples you gave, would you define as tasks? Like, are they things you would have on your, mm-hmm. like, you would write in a to-do list? or? Yeah, I guess this really depends on the person, because I think for me, um, I don't think I'm a very naturally organized person like I think I I rely on a lot of tools um, and a lot of like note-taking to keep me on track with not just like tasks but like overall goals like I think it acts as like a reminder throughout the day of like progress Um, so other tasks to be like getting groceries (laughs) um, getting enough sleep meeting up with like a friend after work um or it could be like finishing all of my meetings during the day so I think for me I've the way that I've been able to like organize and like help like realize what kind of work-life balance works for me is like being able to see it visually in my head like these are like the, the visual tasks or writing it down and then through that understanding like how much of work and how much of life helps me to create like my balance um mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if that made sense okay yeah I think I get it now so like having like visually if you were to like put everything on a list you, you would like want to be able to visually kind of see yeah like these are the types of tasks I'm getting done today and like maybe this x percent is like work related x yeah. percent is like for your general life because mm-hmm. I think like I've tried loosening up on having like more of a compartmentalization when it comes to stuff mm-hmm. like getting things done. And I think that works for a lot of people, but I think personally it's hard for me to follow through with anything if I don't have a routine. And that's something that um, I think I'm realizing more of, especially now that there's more things to do because we're returning back in person. Mm-hmm like having some sort of structure yeah structure is so important I think (laughs) I think in our in our um episode two where we talked about our goals for the year I was like I'm gonna try not having goals this year (laughs) (laughs) and um I think it'll be interesting to do yeah (laughs) Um, I think it's gonna be interesting to have like to do another recap at the end of this year because I think I was very lost for a couple of months I don't think all of it's because I didn't have like structure but I think some of Uh it was definitely due to the fact that I there wasn't like a constant goal that I was working towards Uh I mean I I don't remember if we talked about this in episode two but how do you like in the years that you set goals are they things you constantly think about throughout the year because I feel like every year I set goals and I never remember what they are. <laughs> like, I was, like, trying to remember what my goals are for this year. I mean, I think there are, like, some tangible things. Like, even if it's not, like, a, a very explicit getting a promotion, for example, or, like, getting a certain grade, um, I think quantifying your goals in the year by, like, what aspects of life you want to, like, optimize more okay now I'm sounding like I'm like <laughs> analyzing it so much but I think it's it's more of like like one of my goals this year <laughs> and last year was to like be try to like prioritize being active more in my routine and it's not so much like oh I want to like run this much during the week mm-hmm. but I think 
finding an activity like a physical activity that I enjoy was like kind of one of those goals of the year yeah it's less quantifiable but I think it still allows you to have structure so that you work towards something during that year we can talk about it more at the at in our 2022 recap episode but I'm curious because I guess like over the years you've been pretty busy with various things um, whether that be with clubs, uh, with school, or with traveling. And I remember a very prominent quote, I guess, from Emily, like living with her. Wow, a quote from me? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I had any quotable things. Uh, was when uh, we would like ask you to do things with us for like roommate activities and you would say like sorry like i have a meeting (laughs) oh i thought it was gonna be some wise thing i said (laughs) (laughs) at least from the outside it seemed like you had a lot of things going on all the time and sometimes those things were different but it seemed like you also had structure so i'm curious to hear what work-life balance means to you or what it looks like to you Mm -hmm. i think over the years as well like throughout university my uh what work-life balance looks like to me has also changed quite a bit I think this mainly like correlates to how ambitious I'm feeling career-wise there was like at this phase when I just started university where I was um like really excited about really excited about working and like for my first co-op job I actually really loved going to work and I was like really happy to be there and then there was this phase where I was like, wow, it would be so cool to work at a startup. Like, even though people like told me that it was like a, a rough time because you're working like insane hours, you're like basically putting everything you have into it. I was like, that sounds really fun because it's like you're working towards building something of your own. And mm-hmm. uh, it seemed like pretty appealing to me. But then uh, I think over the, the years, I don't know if it's like an overall decrease or maybe right now I'm just like in one of the lower points of like a fluctuating uh fluctu- mm-hmm. yeah of like fluctuations but right now I'm really not feeling super ambitious like career-wise and like work to me now is kind of just like work and it doesn't hold that much more meaning or purpose to it whereas I think before I associated mm-hmm. a lot more purpose um to do with Mm -hmm. work and I don't think it's necessarily like one opinion was better than the other I think I like so far haven't really found anything I'm so passionate about that I'm like I really want to like work really hard towards achieving this and like building this like maybe I will someday maybe I won't but right now there's nothing really at the moment to me that I feel passionate enough about to have work be uh like a really big priority so I think kind of my view on work-life balance right now is like this is a pretty common saying but like work to live don't live to work so like work shouldn't be the central focus of your life right like work should be what's supporting you financially and what supports you to be able to do maybe all the things you want to do but it shouldn't be what your whole life revolves around so after yeah like after work hours I try to not think about work not do work um and it's definitely like easier said than done I think um especially like recently I've noticed people around me like do influence how 
stressed I feel about work pretty easily like if everyone's like going to work early and staying late it makes me feel bad that I'm not and like I'm not putting the same amount of effort but Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know recently I just I don't know like I have pretty low motivation um in terms of work Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I can definitely relate to being very affected by your environment I was telling one of my coworkers this recently um and he was like oh like so you're a sponge and I thought that was a really good Mm -hmm. analogy I guess for like how I um deal with or how I experience stress I think definitely when the environment is more stressful or when you see like other people staying after work to work overtime for example then Mm -hmm. that becomes more of a norm and it becomes more accepted yeah and then you start to think like that is what work-life balance looks like Uh so I guess it is like dependent on who you're around yeah um, and what you think is expected of you in a certain role I know we talked about this quite a bit already in like past episodes when yeah uh, I talked about like being in Europe and things like that but honestly the environment change has been so drastic like in Europe no one really ever like talked about work and it just wasn't that central of a focus whereas now like Mm -hmm. being in the Bay Area like literally when you go into a restaurant or go to a cafe like every place you go to like even outside the office people are talking about work so Mm -hmm. it's been really hard to I think like escape from those conversations in this area and people here are very a lot of people are very career driven so Mm -hmm. yeah I think it is like it does take some I don't know I'm not exactly sure like what the best way to figure out what your own values are when it comes to it when there's like so many other external factors that can influence it but yeah like don't just do whatever everyone else thinks is the right thing or what everyone else is doing yeah I think also circling back to your point about like being more passionate in the beginning and then like wanting to go to work I think you being able to like separate work and life is also like such a I think that's a really big milestone in terms of defining work-life balance because I guess in my case I remember like when I was starting work as well like design was kind of like my work but also something I like doing on the side Mm -hmm. and I found that even though I I had so much energy at that time and I was like constantly inspired and I'm still trying to work um on trying to reignite some of that like energy right now I feel like I didn't have work-life balance because like work and life like there was no like line Uh and there was that phase where you you treated your life like a case study like there's that time when you did all these like design exercises on like random things yeah because like I felt like if I didn't constantly look at stuff about design like even when I wasn't working then I would be like not productive or like I would I would be like behind um because I guess a lot of the people Mm -hmm. that I was talking to at the time were like oh yeah like I read design books like on my on my commute back from work or like which is still like I think that's like great like I don't I don't think that's a bad thing but I think for me like not being able to separate those two things was really bad for my work-life balance and I just ended up like not wanting like I remember the returns where I like didn't want to touch design at all which is like Mm kind of sad yeah like some school terms where I was like okay like actually like kind of Uh 
excited to do more school things because yeah. I think once you have like too much of one thing it can yeah that's never true. be so you don't good. spend your free time on Figma anymore of course not <laughs> <laughs> um, no but yeah I think that's why I have so much like admiration sometimes for like entrepreneurs or people who follow mm-hmm. their like they make their passion their work because it's I feel like it's gonna yeah. it's so hard to <laughs> to ha- I guess like continue growing that passion enough for you to like sustain that sort uh-huh. of like work that work schedule yeah uh recently I watched this YouTube video and something this person said really resonated with me and I don't remember the exact quote so it's not going to be as eloquent as the way she said it but well this YouTube channel and this girl's name is Katie Yu and to watch her <laughs> have you watched any of her videos before? I, I, yeah. yeah yeah and she's always been like a really hard worker when it comes to like school um even like her youtube channel but that's like been like a big personality trait of hers and one of the things she like said she recently realized is like or she started asking herself is like why is she working so hard for someone else's dream and now she's like decided to pursue like her own ventures full-time which i thought was really cool but I think her question really resonated with me like so many people put in all their energy and hours into building up a company or product or whatever for someone else Uh, it's not like it was their passion or their dream so I thought that was yeah I thought that was like a good way to think about it where like if you do have like Mm -hmm. a vision or a dream for something like put in the work and like make it happen and maybe you'll be like super you'll feel super satisfied and happy at the end but what do you gain out of working so hard for something that you don't even want yeah Mm. yeah that makes sense I think maybe one reason why people work so hard at their work um is because they want like to find more meaning or purpose to their life and for some people if they can't like define that themselves like they don't know what they're passionate about then like the easier thing is just to do what they're told I guess and work hard at that and then they find fulfillment in doing well at their job or like putting in extra hours um so that might be one reason why but I also Mm -hmm. like I can yeah I think it it makes sense like I I think if you're able to figure out what you want obviously that is like being able to prioritize that and put time towards that will help a lot with your work-life balance Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like the yeah the definition of this is is really loose (laughs) like it definitely also I think there's a spectrum of like what you think work-life balance looks like because for some people again I guess this circles back to like what I was talking about in the beginning but on a scale of like work on one end and life on the other you could be anywhere in between that and I think it's hard to ask other people for advice Mm -hmm. sometimes because your idea of what work-life balance looks like is very different Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I do think there are maybe like one or two things though that should be fundamental to everyone's perception of work-life balance like one being like your health I feel like very few things should come at the cost (laughs) of your health because you know you only have one body and you should be taking care of that like physically Mm -hmm. and mentally so if something is like really deteriorating your health um like I would Mm -hmm. I really don't know if that would be worth it and then Mm -hmm. maybe the second thing is well I guess this is also different for people but like figuring out what you really value like if you really value like your family or your friends or spending time with other people um like how do those come way or compare um to the amount of time you're spending at work um 
Yeah, and then this is kind of like a tangential side note. I guess that's like listening back to what I was saying earlier about like, oh, like, why are you working so hard for someone else's dream? I realize there's like a certain amount of privilege, I think, that comes with being able to say that because Mm. a lot of people don't have like the options or choices Mm -hmm. to do like whatever they want, right? And, you know, especially like our parents who were immigrants, it's not like they chose Mm -hmm. to work these Mm -hmm. jobs and for these companies. It's like they just took whatever uh, jobs they could get to support the family. So I, yeah, so I, I think there's definitely yeah. a certain amount of, like, privilege that we have to be able to have these, like, conversations about, like, oh, like, how much do we really want to work and, like, what do we really want to pursue? <laughs> yeah. In terms of your work-life balance, um... You mentioned, like, your perception of it has changed throughout university. Do you think the pandemic Mm -hmm. has had anything to do with that change? Or how did your work-life balance, like, look different uh, during the pandemic and, like, maybe post-pandemic? For sure. I I think it's changed a lot. And I think that's why I've been thinking a lot about it, because adjusting to work-life balance, returning back to in-person has been... I think a lot harder than I expected. Um, Over the pandemic, even though I was more involved like with extracurriculars and I had more things on my calendar, I was also just like in my room in front of my laptop the whole day. So I feel like it was Mm -hmm. easier to just squeeze more things into my calendar. Um, But now that I have to consider commuting, like side conversations at work and like social events (laughs) and even just the idea of like, like all these social interactions happening now like I think um I think I definitely became a lot more introverted over the pandemic um just from like having a lot more alone time and all of these like in-person interactions although like I'm like really grateful and like happy to have them I think it's been a lot more draining than I expected and something that I've been doing actually recently is do you know the the TikToker or the YouTuber Doobie Dobop? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the food person. <laughs> yeah. She makes videos of herself making food. I watch her YouTube shorts. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's her TikTok. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of besides the point. Basically, <laughs> um, <laughs> recently, she's been creating a lot more vlog-like content where she just vlogs herself doing things in the day. And a lot of the time, she's just, like, running errands by herself or, like, like her vlog style is very calm. And uh-huh. recently, with having returned back to in-person work, again, I think, like, I'm very priv- also, like, privileged to be able to say, like, oh, like, I have all these events in my calendar or, like, all these opportunities to socialize and, like, work in person and travel and stuff, which is, like, um, like, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's it's... Like, I'm super happy to be able to have, be able to do all of those things. But I think at a certain point, like, I realized, like, how tired I was of going to work, like, putting all my energy into work and then doing things with friends after and, like, coming home at, like, 11 or 12 consistently every day and then waking up early. But throughout that, I think something that I've been trying to implement is 
having a doobie day every week (laughs) and what this means is I or at least one to two (laughs) depending on how busy I am that week but my doobie days consist of me going to work and then taking the bus home by myself and either doing like laundry or like cleaning my apartment like my place um or running errands that have been piling up because i've been like too busy doing other things or taking nap a nap after work and it's been like really great like i think the only thing that's the only thing that that has sustained me this summer is like having these doobie days i love the name (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh that's such a cute name i hope she's honored that she has days (laughs) named after her (laughs) yeah um yeah what about you like have you found there to be a difference between work-life balance in the pandemic and now I guess having to do things in person again um I think the biggest difference is probably yeah just like in the same way the amount of like social like it's like being able to hang out again in person and like play have make plans and have activities to do um whereas like during the pandemic it just felt like there was just a lot more time to do like nothing in particular so you know that could mean Mm -hmm. like sitting in front of your laptop for longer but I think another factor like it's not necessarily related to the pandemic but just more so like the timing Mm -hmm. of like my commitments or responsibilities is um like I was doing a lot of clubs up until like late last year and This work term has been the first work term where I don't, I'm not like actively involved um, in any clubs. So in a way, without having anything to do, it's felt kind of weird where every day I get home and I'm like, I don't really know what to do. And I kind of just, I don't even know where my time goes, but somehow it's 1am and I'm like, (laughs) I feel like the evening (laughs) just passed by with me doing literally nothing. And I don't know, it's been okay. Like I wouldn't say... I'm super happy with like my schedule right now but it's also not bad like I I've um I think I've like for a while now or like this is the first time in a while where I haven't had to like consciously schedule my time and think about like oh like when am I gonna do this when am I like what should I do tonight it's more just like I do whatever I feel like doing when I get home (laughs) which I don't know how I feel about it yet. Like, part of it is nice, but sometimes I almost feel kind of a lack of purpose. <laughs> but maybe that's just, like, me not being used to not being busy. So now that you have more time and you're not as involved, do you ever have moments where you miss, <laughs> I guess, being busier um, or having more things in your calendar? Uh, yeah, I think I do in some ways like right now even though I have I still have like responsibilities uh, for things I need to get done I find myself like procrastinating a lot more and just having like not as great Mm -hmm. time management whereas I think before when Mm -hmm. I was busier I was a lot better um, in terms of time management so sometimes now I end up still like spending the evening like quote-unquote like trying to do work or get stuff done but I'm just kind of wasting away the time. So if I could keep the same like efficiency and productivity I used to have, I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like, 
I know it's not a good thing to have to be so busy where like I know I shouldn't be relying on being busy to be what like I don't know gives me like purpose or makes me like feel mm-hmm. fulfilled I guess Aww. but mm-hmm. I don't know like right now I guess I'm just trying to figure out what that is um and like what I want to yeah. do with my time and I yeah I don't know I wouldn't say it's necessarily like good or bad I think it's just kind of an adjustment in me figuring out what I want mm. wow I feel like I I'm s- I never would have thought that em- those words would come out of Emily's mouth. Which like, <laughs> like when you were like, I, I'm now I'm like realizing or like not putting as much emphasis on being busy as like, like that being tied to me being feeling fulfilled, because I think, I don't know I think there was, definitely like, times where. I don't know, I guess, like, it's been interesting seeing your, like, evolution, I guess, of, like, what you think <laughs> is fulfilling to you, yeah. because I feel like what you just said completely contradicts, I think, some of the things that you might have believed in, like, even, like, a year and a half ago, or a year ago. Yeah, maybe, like, I think at like, maybe right now I'm just, like, pretty tired from the past few years, and maybe, yeah. like, in a little while I'll be, I'll feel like I need to, like, take on a bunch of things again. Um, I'm not sure, but I think overall, like, there's been, I don't know if it's just the algorithm on, in terms of, like, what I see on YouTube <laughs> and things like that, but I feel like there's been, I've been watching a lot of videos with the common theme of, you know, people realizing that being busy doesn't mean like doesn't really mean anything (laughs) and trying to like make peace with the fact that they have free time or I don't know it's Mm -hmm. just been kind of like a theme of like things I've been reading and seeing so I don't know maybe that's also been influencing my current opinions so I guess with all of that considered um do you believe in the saying that like we own or we're in control of our time i think technically yes but more like realistically no in the (laughs) sense that like when you think like when you think about it like technically no one Mm -hmm. owns your time right but the way yeah society has structured life unless you Mm -hmm. really make an effort to go live an unconventional life I feel like the way life is structured, it just takes away your time. Like, unless you decide Mm -hmm. you're not going to work like a nine to five job or uh, you're not going to do all these other things that society says is like what you should be doing in life. At that point, do you really have control of your time if you're just doing, if all these obligations that are kind of part of the norm are eating up your time and it's not really like your choice, it's more like, you're just going with the flow of life, mm-hmm. which, like, yeah, which is totally fine, but I guess it's just, like, a lot of these things have already been predetermined, or a lot of things have already been pre-scheduled mm-hmm. in our calendars. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I think, I also, like, I feel like we've said this, like, a 
many times now, but like with the like prelogue of like knowing that this is kind of like definitely like a privilege of being able to say no, I think um, even though there are things that we have to do that we might not want to, I think something that I've learned over time is that like you can say no to things and sometimes like you have to think about decisions that you're going to make like very thoroughly, like how much time you'll actually have to do a certain task. For me, like about a year ago, um, I was very, very burnt out, but I still had a lot of passion. (laughs) It was a very interesting time of my life. (laughs) And I remember being like offered like two different positions on two different clubs that I knew would take like a lot of time. And as much as I wanted to do both and like as much as like energy I had like mentally for it, I think like when I was <laughs> when I realistically thought about like what I wanted my work life balance to look like during that year, I knew that I had to say no to certain things. Um, like even if that meant letting people down. Um, I think that was like a huge part of it is like when there's other people involved <laughs> with tasks and you feel like you know, you want to sustain a relationship with them or you, like, still believe in this, like, common goal that, like, you'll be able to achieve by doing this task. It's, like, it's really hard to figure out what you want. Um, But I guess that's something good that came out of the pandemic is, like, I was able to spend, like, a week just, like, before I went to bed, like, thinking about what I, like, (laughs) what I wanted to do that year. Um, So, yeah, I think all of that is to say that even though sometimes we can't control things, I think just knowing that you you can like decide whether or not you take on opportunities, like you don't have to say yes to everything. Um, and yeah, being more cautious and protective of your time is like, it'll help with having ownership over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. Even though you might not have complete control or ownership of your time, Maybe there's more of that than you might think. Mm -hmm. So moving on to maybe some tips or things that can help people listening. If they're maybe currently struggling with trying to find um, that work-life balance and like managing their time. Uh, are there any strategies, Carol, that you have for how to organize or manage your time so you can achieve maybe the work-life balance you want? Mm-hmm. For me, there's like two parts to this question, um, but the first part is more like general advice in terms of routine. So if yeah, if you've made it this far in the episode, I feel like it's easy to tell that I like routine as a person (laughs) and maybe this doesn't work for everyone but at least for me I think for my weekdays when I'm at work um, I do like having like a set routine where I get to work a certain time like I have like my mornings like answering emails or catching up on like things I have to do and then having like a like a big chunk of like focus time where I have like a highlight for that day so it could be like the task could be big or small, but I think every day I try to write down like the top three things that I want to get done during that work day. And I always put it on my laptop or my monitor so that it's like very visible. Um, 
and then I put on my headphones so that I can't hear anything and the only thing I see is like um, like those tasks for that chunk of for that focus portion of the day but then after the work portion of the day ends I think um, like drop having a more like being more open to just like doing whatever like <laughs> feels right after work has also helped that's like kind of I don't know why but I like in my head I have it in my routine as like okay this is the this is a chunk of time in your day where like you don't have to like there might not be a goal but then still having that as like a task for me like helps me organize and like compartmentalize like my tasks for the day so that's kind of what my routine looks like during the weekdays I know it sounds like I'm a workaholic but I swear that it <laughs> I do find time I think like this this summer like having established that routine has been like really great in terms of allowing me to have social time and have like fun time outside of work because I think when I don't have like a structured routine or like specific goals or like highlights for the day I end up yeah procrastinating a lot and then I like just end up using all the time I have for work so blocking out like a focus one or two hours where like I kind of don't allow myself to do anything other than like that task has allowed me to give more time to like other things outside of work and then in terms of like the second part this kind of leads into tools um and I feel like a lot of the tools that I use are very common I used to use google calendar a lot but after having retired from a bunch of extracurricular clubs I've like stopped using it as much because there's not as much (laughs) in my calendar so instead what I use is I have like a physical notebook um, and I like writing down like the date and then writing down my tasks Um, and I think like the physical like notion of like checking something off is like so satisfying to me I don't know what it is (laughs) but it's so much more satisfying than like crossing something off like a list on a google doc for example i think especially like in this work term it's been helpful because when you have to write reviews or like you have to like have one-on-ones and stuff with your manager um you're like you have like a physical i guess note of like everything that you did every day so it also helps in terms of like remembering and documenting things that you do during work i think other tools that i help with my time management this might sound odd but I think I like associate certain places or like certain things or objects with certain ta- t- like activities or tasks and that also helps me time manage. So for example, like my over-ear headphones are associated with my focus time. So whenever I put those on, it like phys- it like some it psychologically like helps me to like zone in on that chunk of my day. Whereas my AirPods, I associate that with like more like chill time at work or like running um, or doing something active like more casual activities so when I have my airpods in I think I'm like going into that like part of the day Um, or my coffee oh my god when I have my coffee in the morning (laughs) that basically kickstarts like I I don't think I can like start my routine until I have coffee in my system (laughs) which also might not be a good thing but I think that has been a tool because it, it like enables me to like start my day um so yeah those are some tools and um how I like to I guess organize and have a routine the last thing you said is an actual thing that um, people recommend or Mm. I don't remember what it's called but a lot of people do it and it's like the same reason why people are like oh you shouldn't like work in your bed or like you should have um Mm. like why commuting is good because it it's like 
either like an object or an activity or something that psychologically like signals your brain that it's time for something or like maybe it's called like a trigger or I don't know but it like triggers the next set of actions Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it's like a proven technique Mm -hmm. a lot of people use yeah oh I guess one other (laughs) one other thing I feel like as I was talking I like forgot about a bunch of things that I use but one thing that has been super helpful um is using like do not disturb mode on my devices um I think like one of the biggest distractions is notifications when you're doing work and yeah for sure yeah recently I've like set my do not disturb I've like created like a work do not disturb mode where I only have like work tools um enabled for notifications and then that is automatically set on whenever I'm in like a certain vicinity of my work area so I don't even have to like go in and like turn it on it just automatically does it for me and that's helped a lot I think because I think online noise sometimes is a lot louder than like offline <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a good idea I should probably do that I get very distracted <laughs> by all the notifications sometimes um yeah but those are a lot of really good tips if I feel like I don't have that much to add on um maybe like one other thing I would say that you haven't covered is um I think you implicitly talked about this when you were talking about your doobie time or is that what you call it doobie (laughs) days my doobie day (laughs) (laughs) but I think an important aspect in feeling like you have work-life balance is understanding what makes you feel that way what type of things drain your energy what type of things give you energy like what are you happy doing what do you find really tiring Mm -hmm. and understanding how you feel about certain like activities or tasks and then scheduling your week so there's a balanced amount so you're not doing like maybe all the hard things on the same like two days uh, or like the same week but you're spreading it out and you're like spreading out things that will help combat like maybe how you feeling really tired or you feeling burnt out Mm -hmm. um so paying attention to how you feel about um certain things and then being uh conscious when scheduling your time or planning your time so you're doing it in a way that will make it balanced or feel balanced to you i guess like one last question um that i have is do you think having work-life balance is important Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess we talked about how different this could mean uh, for each person, but I think finding what work-life balance feels right for you Mm -hmm. is important in feeling like you have control over, you know, how much time you're spending on, like, work or, like, Mm -hmm. if you're, like, spending enough time on work. So I don't think it's necessarily, like, having a certain balance that's important, but more so having a balance that like serves you properly mm-hmm. um is important um yeah to wrap things up hopefully by listening to this you were able to like relate to some of our experiences whether you're in a super ambitious and career-driven period of your life right now um and you're trying to find work-life balance or you're kind of in a lull where it's like hard to find motivation to do things um hopefully this has helped you think about like how you would be able to achieve work-life balance or like kind of define what that means to you and what that looks like to you um but yeah just to reiterate 
Um, even though I feel like we've said this a lot this episode, uh, work-life balance definitely looks different for everyone. So as long as you go to bed feeling like you're happy and you're fulfilled, then I think you've achieved work-life balance. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. Subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. New episodes will be coming out bi-weekly on Mondays. Follow us on Instagram at Hello Real World Podcast and on Twitter at Hello Real World underscore to stay updated. If you have any comments like feedback, topic requests, or anything else, you can leave it in the Google form found in our link tree. Bye! Bye.